Welcome to episode 12 of the I've Got Nothing podcast. This is Brian Smith. And Joel Taylor. And we are excited that you have lent your ears to us. Once again. All right. A couple hours. <laughs> it's a long podcast. We go on for a while. Brian reads his dissertation from Masters. I'm just kidding. So tonight we talk about what we always talk about, begin with Walking Dead. It was a really messed up episode. Um, so messed up that it's pretty much the only thing that we talked about. Only thing that we talk about. Not really. Kind of. No, I mean, it is. It was literally the only Yeah. Thing. So Brian breaks, uh, breaks, I was going to say breaks bread. Bakes. He, we're gonna. Well, we're gonna bread. break bread. We got donuts. You hear that, people? Donuts. And right, let's start eating these donuts. Yeah, let's go ahead and eat these. But anyway, so um, we talk Walking Dead. We give our friend Meredith a call. We try to call Rebecca. She does not answer, and we read you. That was Brian taking a big bite out of the donut, and he's smacking. All right, guys, enjoy it. See you soon. We were talking to families of student ministry at another church. And at the end of the conversation, this lady's oh, this lady stopped us and said, or stopped Sarah and said, um, "He looked really familiar from me. Did you buy a dog from me?" Well, we were like, "What?" And she's like, "Yeah, she she rescues dogs as part of the like an animal shelter, and she sells them outside of Petco in Snellville." And we're like, "Yes, we did buy a dog from a Petco <laughs> in Snellville." Right. So we met the lady who sold us our dog. Wow. Today. And that was you guys have been married how long? Well, we've been married for almost five years, but. We got her a year before we got married. Wow. So, six years ago. That's pretty cool. Yeah, what an interesting story. So, so she was asking how she was and all that good stuff? Uh, I guess. <laughs> she didn't ask how the dog was? I don't remember. Wow. Well, like you remember the story, but you don't remember her asking if... I hate Lily you, you, stupid dog. Where's the coke can? No, Poor Lily. Coke can. I really like her. Poor Lily. You tell dogs that you love that you hate them. That's how dogs understand love. So, what's the deal? Is your bread in the oven... Is it cooking? You just want to say something about me making bread? I do want to say something. You just want to be on bread? Yeah. Yes. I'm attempting to make (laughs) homemade bread today in the crock pot. In a crock pot. How many times have you made bread in your life? Zero times. Zero times. How many times have you ever used a crock pot? Zero times. So your experience levels in making bread equate to. Let me tell you a really big jerk thing I'm about to say. Um, I feel like trying something brand new, I kind of always start off as like a C. So I'm not too nervous about trying something new. You're, it's going to come out average anyway. It's going to be a C. Saying. Yeah, okay. it's not going to be like A plus. No one's going to. I love my my water. No one's going to be like, oh, Brian's an artisan bread baker. I just don't think it's going to. I don't know. I, I put too much yeast in it, so we'll see. How that I call home and say I'm not coming home. Brian and I are driving to the um, Art Institute of Culinary Skills or whatever it's called, and we're going to come bread connoisseurs. I brought donuts. Yeah, you did. Listen to that. I stopped at Quick Trip to get me a coffee. And I got me and my compadre donuts. And they were huge donuts. And I felt like a fatty <laughs> buying donuts at 10.30 at night. But I bought them. So yeah. we're going to eat those because tonight is going to be very depressing. Is that what you, the donuts are to make up for that? They're kind of do that. I, yeah. I eat a lot of comfort food. Do you eat comfort food? Oh, yeah. I'm a, like, I'm a comfort food eater. So we're, you're just saying you want to go ahead and get in. To our Walking Dead discussion. Kind of have to, man. It's a heavy episode. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what to say. Yeah, like, it went, like, radio silence after that episode. Like, we were all, like, <laughs> texting, like, oh, blah, 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 blah. And radio silence. Like, nobody said anything. So what I'm talking about is Brian and I normally send text messages during Walking Dead. And we were texting a friend of ours. And it was dead silent. I'll no tell you pun this, intended. Because the, the times I have admitted that I have been wrong, 
the people who listen enjoy it. But if you remember last episode, it was like, Brian, what's going to happen? And we I was like, nothing. About that. Nothing's going to ever happen ever again. You show- said that. But we did call. We were like, Mika was, we didn't know her name at the time. Mm-hmm. We were like, Mika's the young, or the um, foreshadowing, looking at the trailer and everything. Carol was upset. Yeah. So we kind of got that. We did say that Carol was probably upset because Mika was probably going to die. Yeah. We thought we were, she was going to leave her. You thinking that Carol's that evil person that she is. That she is. No, 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 no. That she is. You said it. I didn't mean to say that. Are Carol's not an evil person at all. <laughs> Two big things came out in this episode. Carol finally admitted to Tyrese. Yep. And Lizzie, the sociopath. <laughs> yes. Like, <laughs> stepped it up. Not a notch. She went from, like, high school physics to, like, <laughs> Neil Armstrong, <laughs> Buzz Aldrin, like, landing Levels of crazy. Yeah, like, level of crazy. Like, she just took it. That was a very interesting metaphor. I, I just... Because you, you said high school physics first, and I thought you meant high school biology, because she was, like, dissecting No, animals. no. But you're talking just like, about, like... Yeah. Hey, I want to be an astronaut. Yeah. I'm going to do well in my high school <laughs> physics class. Tomorrow, I'm landing on, on the moon. Apollo, whatever. Yeah. So... Uh, I shouldn't know what Apollo that was. <laughs> I don't know. Apollo One 13? 11? Sure. Well, obviously not 13. <laughs> well, not 13. And yeah. I think, did 11? I don't want to say anything because I don't want to show how stupid I am or ignorant I am about space. We are not smarter than a fifth grader. But anyway, I all think right. 11 blew up. That was Challenger. There's been more than one spaceship to blow up. There's been two. There's only been two? Shuttles that blew up. Oh. The Challenger was in the 80s with Sally Ride and then yeah. a teacher or whatever. And mm-hmm. then the other one was... Um, ride, Sally Ride. Did she blow up on that? That's morbid. All right. Anyway, we're talking bad things tonight. Anyway. Anyway, so just just a just think. I mean, Atlantis. Atlantis is not a real place. Atlantis was a space shuttle. I know. That blew up. <laughs> <laughs> and Atlantis is real. Uh, all I'm saying is just just so we can just so people know what happens. Just it, it may be years. My old goal of this is that Jude will listen to the conversation and just know what I was like when I was twenty nine. Sure, that's my deal. So he's gonna have to go back and watch Walking Dead to follow along, which I'm totally cool with. Like, this is a great way for him to. How old does Jude have to be for him to walk, watch, watch Walking Dead? Oh, middle school. Yeah, I could do sixth grade. Probably middle school. I could do sixth grade, like if it was like a thing. It was like me and Dad sit down and watch this show. Sure. Oh man, I don't know. Not like him having like a holodeck iPad that'll be out by the time he's in sixth grade and he's just watching. Maybe 12. 3D zombies kill each other. I would say middle school. Well, that is middle school because there were 11 in sixth grade. So I'm saying seventh grade. Yeah, I would say somewhere around there. Yeah. Because eighth grade feels too old to say no. I can't can't imagine saying to my eighth grader, no, you can't watch a fake TV show about zombies. There were things I wasn't allowed to watch when I was in eighth grade. My dad took me to see aliens when I was in elementary school. I was freaked out by E.T. in <laughs> so we'll get into that later. But anyway, so let's talk dead. But so what happened, just so people know, is there was a, they were sisters. They were sisters, Brian. An older sister and a younger sister. And all throughout this, this show, wow. older sister has been crazy. No doubt about it. Define crazy. Like uh, mutilating living animals, feeding zombies, naming zombies, growing like emotionally attached to zombies. Mm-hmm. And essentially what the episode showed was that the older sister... Had no problem, Lizzie. yeah. Lizzie had no problem killing living things, but was for whatever reason just diametrically opposed to putting down walkers. Yeah, the younger sister was all about killing walkers, but refused to kill anything that was living, so she wouldn't shoot a deer. Like, she even seemed hesitant about killing walkers, though. 
Did she? Because well, she was she, scared. She was afraid, which is normal. Yeah. That kid couldn't have been more than what? Ten. Ten. Not old enough to watch the show. Not old. Yeah, she was. She was definitely not old enough to watch Walking Dead. So, o- older sister is getting more and more distraught that they're having to put down walkers. Give examples of how distraught she was. Uh, like there was there was a, a walker <laughs> who fell somehow through like a train trestle and was just sitting there, and they were going to walk up and, and I guess put it out of its misery. I don't yeah. know if they're in misery, but just put it down. Uh, I don't want to say kill because already dead. So put it down. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. And she like lost it. She was finish begging him. and yeah, finish him, begging and crying like they're I can don't don't hurt him. He's not trying to hurt me. And then she was like trying to play with the zombie. Say yeah. the zombie was just trying to chase her. That she could talk to him and they're not really. When they looked out that window and saw her like playing chase basically with yeah. a zombie, I, I had no words. I was like, all right, this has oh. reached a new pinnacle. My here. thought was. I've thought two things since then. I'll save. I'll save the second one. My first one was, "What if she's right?" That's what I thought in that scene. What if she's right? What if uh, old boy from Woodbury, the scientist, like, what if he was Milton? Really, Milton. What if he was really honest with it? Maybe there is something there, and maybe this girl Lizzie has something that allows her to communicate with the walkers in a different way. Because that walker wasn't chasing her; was just kind of walking. And I was like, "Huh, maybe she's she right." She doesn't have the shining or something. I'm just saying, like maybe there. that's what I first thought. And then, anyway. So she starts to believe she can communicate with walkers, and to prove this, uh, while the I can't adults, take a sip while you say yeah, these words, while the adults are away with a, a Bowie knife, essentially slits her younger sister's throat. Did she cut her throat? Is that yeah. how she killed her? Slit her throat, drained her out. I thought like her torso was. I guess yeah, she probably she's bleeding out. That's what good I said. And so when they found her, she was about to to cut up a baby, but she made a big deal, letting everyone know that she didn't harm the brain. So that when her little sister Mika came back, uh, she would she would like would come back and she would show everybody what actually happened. Uh, good night. You, yeah. And this kid is probably she's twelve, maybe thirteen. Thirteen, yeah. Somewhere in there. Not high school, definitely not high school. Definitely not high school. Definitely probably old enough to watch Walking Dead. Yeah. Don't know how she's not traumatized going forward the rest of her life. She's a great actress. She's oh, a like good as job. a as a real life person, how do you how do you, yeah how how do your little brain handle this? It's got to be a game. That's the thing. Like, Seriously, you know. Uh, yeah, and then the know. the episode doesn't end, but the adults sit down and decide that old crazy Lizzie <clears throat> Lizzie Borden got an axe, chopped her sister up really fast, has got to go. And so, well, I mean, they, they kind of make the decision, and it's two people, Carol and Daryl, or Tyrese. Carol and Tyrese, and they're together. And so they have to make a decision on what are we going to do with this kid. Obviously, there is a baby, like Brian said, so they can't leave her anywhere alone with the baby. Who a few episodes ago she tried to suffocate. Yep. And I don't know. I don't even know what to say about it, honestly. And she she uh, a mice and mend. The little girl. Nice. Way to use that as a verb. I mean, she, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> look at the flowers, Lizzie. Just tell me about the rabbits, George. You know? Yeah. And, and yeah. So that show, what that episode was essentially mice and men, just crazy people instead of, um, like mental handicap and yeah. uh, zombies instead of a farm. Actually, they were on a farm. So crazy episode. A couple of things we need to talk about. I think we're gonna call Meredith. Well, here's my content. My second crazy thing that I was thinking of. I was gonna tell you to save it until we had Meredith on, but no. Go oh, okay. Right. No, 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 we'll wait because we'll, sure. Well, there's some things I want to talk about too. Like, all right, different things that we saw in that, like the fire. We need to talk about the fire. 
Oh, what set the fire? Why was there a fire? Why was there a fire? How do the zombies get out of it? Your brains don't boil when you're a zombie? Well, what do you think caused the fire? Or who do you think set the fire? The... Ooh, that's going to be a good one. Save it. I don't know. No, save it. Okay. Well, I got a theory. I got a theory. Well, yeah, let's call Meredith up. And so... And uh, she says... Because uh, I do have, I have a, I, I was thinking back to Bob mm-hmm. and a very unique incident that happened with Bob. And it made me think of something that, uh, this is, this is complete crazy fan theory, but I'd like to bounce it off of you and Meredith whenever she picks up All right. and see, uh, and see if she would be interested in hearing this. And, and by complete crazy fan fiction, I mean like utter, like conspiracy theories kind of idea, but yeah. I think it might be, I don't know. I feel like it might be... And it has to do with Bob? Yeah. All right. Is, Mary, is, she, is she prepared? I think so. I mean, she prepared for us calling her. Yeah. Because nothing worse than us calling her and going to the voicemail. Hello? What's up, Meredith? What's up? Hey, girl. Well, I don't know what that was. Hey, huh? girl. <laughs> what you doing? Sure. Sorry. All right. We'll stop. So you made it to the second episode because you texted Joel and you blackmailed him somehow. There you go. Yeah. I <laughs> All right, uh, Meredith, just right off the bat, what did you think of uh, last week's Carol, Lizzie, Mika meltdown? Okay, I think the writers are deeply disturbed. <laughs> that, that was just twisted. Yeah, it, yeah. There's not a whole lot to say. That twisted. That's kind of how we feel. But my question for you is, does that change your view of Carol? No. <laughs> I was just talking to him about that. Now, why why do you think it should change his view, Meredith? Well, I think it should show how... I don't think she's a psychopath at all, for one. But it shows her, um, her nurturing side. She wanted to... She was trying to coach the girls and teach the girls how to survive. And... Um, even after she, she realized, you know, Lizzie's problem, that she's obviously a psycho, mm-hmm. she was willing to take her by herself, and she was by herself with Lizzie. But was she willing to do that? Because I think Tyrese would have let her. You think Tyrese would have what? Tyrese. She told Tyrese, it was her idea. Tyrese, you take Judith, I'll take Lizzie. Lizzie can't be around anyone. Yeah. He can't be around other people. Yeah, but he wasn't like, no, don't do that. Because I think I think he understood though. You can't sleep at night with somebody like that in your camp. No, no you no. can't go to sleep at night. No. I mean, it's not just about Judith at that point. It's about everybody. Because she pulled a gun on, or she pulled a gun on Carol. Are you mad because I pulled my gun on you? I mean, I'm come so on. You know. I think that uh, I think she was just having that conversation, Tyrese, to get him to the point where he would say that he thought she. Had a, Go down, down to the really? death door. Yeah. I think they realized at the same time as they're talking things out loud. Let me. This is why I still think Carol's. Yeah. This is why I still think Carol's crazy. Is uh, this multiple multiple reasons? But one is, or maybe not crazy. Crazy is not the right idea. Uh, when you when you were young and you were taking swimming lessons, did you ever jump into the deep end because you thought you could when you weren't able to swim yet? I don't remember. I did. I remember it. It was parent day at swim class, and I was trying to show off, so I threw my swimmy things away, which are just empty milk jokes, and I, uh, 
I jumped into the pool and I could not swim, but I was so confident and I wanted to show off so bad that I jumped straight in the pool. And so here's what I think happened with Carol. I think Carol jumped into the deep end and didn't realize how deep it was. So back at the prison, when she's all talking about how do you murder, how do you kill, how do you do all this kind of stuff, she trained up in that girl a little bit. Like she nurtured the psycho in that girl. And I think the reason she put her down was not because uh, it was something that had to be done. It's because she had to clean up the mess she made. So you think in a in the normal world she would have grown up to be a serial killer? Yes. Yeah. I, I don't. In the normal world she was already psycho. Yeah. That's why the little girl kept saying, "Okay, Lizzie, look at the flowers. Count the flowers, Lizzie. I think I think she was broken. I think she got broke. Well, she was broken. I mean, psychotics people are broken. Well, I mean, I think she she suffered a break. Like, I don't think she was that way from the beginning. And I think in the regular world, she would just grow up to be a regular little girl. No, you're I not. So. Well, I, I mean, what's... Had, I think there was something wrong with her. She was probably medicated in the regular world. Yeah, no. I agree with that. No. I mean, it's just one of those things. I mean, what's one of the telltale signs that they say about serial killers? What are the one things they do early on in life? They kill small animals. That's what the, that's what the internet says, but it's not true. What do you have your master's in? Psychology. <laughs> <laughs> I have a bachelor's in psychology. That's what books say, Joel. Come That's on. What the internet says. It's not what books say. Don't don't say the internet books. Go read a thing. book, nerd. Yeah. I mean, uh, I know that there's no serial killers. There's no there's no pattern. TV shows have lied to us. That's what makes them scary. There's no pattern. They're patternless. In fact, the pattern is they think rules are arbitrary. That's usually the pattern. That they think rules are just things that people make up. And that's why serial killers have weird rituals and stuff. Because they make up rules and think people have to follow them because a rule has been stated. They don't understand that there's a good and evil above a rule that's given. Do you see what I'm saying? Kind of. Alright, so Meredith, did you think Walking Dead went too far with what um, what they showed last night on that episode? I'm kind of curious what you think on this. I do. I think it... Oh, you really? Uh, oh, I thought it was amazing. I don't think that they went too far, and I'll give you guys a, an example of the reason why I don't think this. Law & Order SVU, on a nightly basis, you can see an episode of Law <laughs> & Order SVU five times a day at minimum spread out over TV. And Special Victims Unit deal with children all the time, women like being raped and mutilated and all this other kind of stuff on a daily basis. And so what Walking Dead did, I think... Basically, more or less, the same type thing that you see on all these other shows. I mean, sure, it's glorified nowadays. Um, not to that level, obviously, uh, where you're an adult shooting a little girl in the head. <laughs> but, I mean... Putting her down like a rabbit dog? No, no, no. I don't, I don't even think it's so much that. I mean, my, my whole take on Carol, like, I got a whole bunch of new respect for Carol last night. Because I see kind of what Rick went through with... Um, all right, we, we do whatever is necessary. You know, we'll kill people if they get in our way and all that other kind of stuff. And I think Herschel brought Rick back. And I think Carol got to that breaking point now where she understands that her humanity is more important than just surviving. Mm. Like, people want to live more than they want to just survive. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. And what was the right. quote that you said last week on about Herschel? Like, Herschel's... I don't remember. But, yeah, living is... Uh, existing is when there's breath in your lung. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So... And I, yeah. Exactly. And so I think that's where Carol got to last night. I mean, you see Tyrese. Tyrese always seems kind of 
hesitant in a lot of ways. Like a couple episodes ago when he left the girls and Carol first appeared, you know, he was kind of hesitant. You know, he'll hesitate because he's still, you know, he'll kill walkers, but he still seems hesitant before he does it kind of deal. And I think there's still like a bit of humanity in him which separates him from his sister, Sasha, who's just like, we have to survive. Where, what did, you know... Um, I don't. You, I, me and you, we see Sasha so different. I I see Sasha kind of like what Carol is, and she's not at that point right now. What happened? What happened? Well, last week, Sasha's going like, well, I'm willing to separate from my group to do the necessary things to survive, get higher ground, you know, set up yeah. shop somewhere, blah blah blah. But for and, all of five minutes. For all of five minutes, and so she saw one of her friends in trouble. But Tyrese is like, hey. We basically got a family here, you know, that we're doing a puzzle. Yeah, you know, Micah's, you. you know, yeah. And like, you know, he's willing to do like the, the family type thing and like, hey, let's live rather than just being out and going down here to Terminus or whatever and just trying to survive. So I think Carol kind of came back from where she was in the prison and like doing, I'll do whatever's necessary and like being a hard butt or whatever to coming around and saying, okay. Now I see the human part of it. And that's why she had that breakdown because she saw that finally. It's like I just had to put down basically Sophia like all over again. Well, Rick was the one that killed Sophia, but, you know, if faced with that, you know, my child coming at me as a zombie, you know, I probably couldn't put it down yeah. either. So. Well, you know, what's crazy was they, they foreshadowed as hard as they possibly could in like the opening scenes that Mika wasn't going to make it. Oh, I mean, because, it was like every turn. Well, because it was like she was having that conversation, and she was like, did you ever have kids? I did. What happened to your kid? And she said something like, she's too sweet. or She's too sweet. She never had a bad bone in her body yeah, or something like that, or yeah. evil bone in her body. And then later on. She like said the same later, thing about Mika. Yeah, and you're like, oh, Mika's dead. We yeah. get it. But just how, every, that's what was, it's good writing, because everyone's like, oh, she's a goner. But then you're like, oh, snap. Nobody saw that coming gone. that way, so. All right, I but, never saw it. Meredith, let me run um, a like crazy conspiracy theory idea past you, <laughs> and just all right. Let me just bounce this idea off you. Um, and Joel, too, he hasn't heard this yet either. Uh, I've been thinking a lot about Bob and the weirdness of Bob's situation. <laughs> that sounds really weird to hear out loud. I've been thinking a lot about Bob. Bob. Uh, so Bob, so you remember it was like two episodes back. We learned that Bob has been the men- member of uh, groups before. And has been the only one who survived multiple times. You know, this isn't the first time this thing has gone down. It's not the first rodeo he's been in. And then there's that whole weird scene where that zombie bites Bob on his open wound, but it doesn't affect Bob. Here's what I'm thinking. Bob's immune. What? What do you think? That's why he survives when everyone else in his parties keep dying. He's immune. You know what? You're, right, you're playing the World War Z. I'm just saying, like, he, why is he said? I haven't seen World War Z. It's good. He said, but didn't he say this is the third time it's happened to him? Something like that. This is his third group. Yeah, his third group that's been disbanded, and he's the only one that keeps making it. And then he just and gets he's bit. Not a strong person. Either. No, he's not. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's like a. I'm trying to think of another literary character. Like maybe he's a drunk because he knows that there's no end to this for him. He just has to live in this. That's like world. the I am legend type deal or whatever. Kind of. Yeah. He's, he just exists in that world. Cause he's on, he's uninfected. That's, a, that's an interesting theory. So Mer- Meredith, we won't ruin world war Z, but essentially if I say that, will I ruin it? Yes. All right. Never mind. No, you can just go ahead. You can say it. I've already 
Skip forward for 30 seconds. Yes. If you haven't seen World War Z, skip forward on your iPhone or pad or whatever, um, 30 seconds. All right, so everyone's getting attacked by these zombies, right? And it's like kind of like rabies type deal or whatever. And the only people that don't get attacked are people that are like terminally ill, mm -hmm. that have like some kind of deficiency with them. So those people are just completely immune to the zombies. So essentially at the end of the story, everyone gets inoculated with they give them something. They give them some kind of disease. Like hepatitis, I think. Yeah. And so the zombies don't attack them anymore because they sense that they're, you know, they're not 100% right or whatever. So Brian's theory, that's not a bad one. I would be, Wouldn't I don't be know. interesting? I'm about to Google it. I, have, I should have done that pre- No, I, I think. Yeah, I don't think it's a horrible theory because that whole bandage thing was really weird. I agree. Yeah. It was, that was screwed. But don't you get. But don't you guys think that we would have seen more instances of possibly that rather than Justin Bob? Because everyone's infected, remember? That's what the doctor whispered right. to Rick. Everyone's infected. Well. Everyone that they know of. Yeah, everyone they know of. But that's 100% of the people they've tested. <laughs> you know? I mean. Well, Mullet Man might blow that theory way out of the water. Mullet Man. How many scientists do you know yeah. to have a mullet, Meredith? Come on. We all agree that this is. Maybe somebody in your family, but not anybody that we know. <laughs> Brian's Googling Bob right now, so. Alright, so. I mean, there's not too much more that we can talk about that episode because it just. Um, I'm not the only person. One thing that I thought was interesting was after she shot Lizzie, and then she's walking back, or she she turns to walk back, and there's the deer, and she can't even shoot the deer. She just shot the kid, but she can't shoot the deer. I don't think you can process that. Like I wouldn't. Like I, I don't think I would have come back down from that so easily. To be like, oh. Deer jerky, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, I just think it's just one of those things, like, she had just shot a kid that she really cared about. I just thought it was a really strange thing. I, I think it was good for them to put it in there, because the whole time she's telling the kids to be strong and trying to get Micah to do it, you know? And then, mm -hmm. yeah, it just symbolizes Carol in a moment of weakness. She's not able to do it either. She's the, and, well, I don't know, what am I trying to say here? About Carol? Uh, she's the I stand prime by. example of being a strong person in a group of, you know, mm -mm. people that are made up of, of weaker individuals or whatever. Yeah, so. such different worldviews. Here's We have completely different worldviews. This has been since episode one. Here's what I'm saying. I, I stand by this. That all a lot of the humanity, all this I like what you're saying about the humanity of Carol, but I, I think part of it is her realizing the damage that she's done. But she thought she was serving these girls, and she thought she was teaching them how to survive, and she wasn't. She was setting them up for horrible, horrible failure deaths. I don't think that's right. Mm -hmm. Okay, it came back around to that again. I'm saying, no, I'm, I'm being 100% honest. Like, I feel like that's part of the, that's got to be part of the equation. Like, when she sees what's happened, she thinks, I played a role in this. Oh, well, yeah, I definitely think, I, I think she thinks that. How could she not? But like, I, I played a role in, in Lizzie being crazy enough to slit her little sister's throat while we were away and want to butcher well, her. Well, she was questioning herself when she, said, when she was saying, um, how did I miss this? How did I not see this? Yeah. But, I mean, you saw the look on her and Tyrese's face when they come back, and they're like, holy crap. Because, I mean, like... Swimming in the deep end. I'm not saying she's intentionally done it. Swimming in the deep end, though. She, she dove in a pool that was deeper than she thought. The water was more dangerous, and now she's reaping the consequences. 
But she had to, though. It wasn't like, I mean, okay, all right. So let me ask you guys this question. Did Carol make the right decision, the wrong decision, or was it just a decision that had to be made? You know, there wasn't a right or wrong. Yeah, there wasn't a right or wrong. Is there, okay. Yeah, I think it was the wrong decision. You say it was the wrong decision. Mm -hmm. I say it wasn't really a decision at all. I mean, it's like, it's just one of those things. It wasn't right or wrong. It's just, it was, had to be done kind of thing. I mean, it's a catch-22. You're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't type deal. No. What do you think, think, Meredith? Right decision or wrong decision? Shooting Lizzie. No, no, to shoot Lizzie. To shoot Lizzie. No, she had to do it. No, I don't think so. Why? How much do you think Lizzie weighs? What does that matter? I'm just asking how much you think Lizzie weighs. Lizzie probably weighs about 75, 80 pounds. How much do you think Tyrese weighs? Tyrese is probably about 215. (laughs) 215. Solid muscle. Linebacker (laughs) muscle, right? All I'm saying is, tie her little hands up. Like that. what's that going to do? And what's that going to do? Not let her slit your throat in the middle of the night. She just killed one person, and now you tie her up. That's just gonna build up that anger and all that other. She didn't kill anything out of anger. She's just wrong. She's crazy. Exactly. You know how I would have handled it? Spanking. What did you say? I say giving her a spanking. Locked her in a room with her zombie sister. I would have just put her in a room with her sister. Mm -hmm. How about that, dude? No, that's that's murder, though. Like, you wanted to see her turn. Put her in the room with her sister and give her a gun. And let her either get eaten or put her sister down. She would have gotten eaten. Yeah. You saw so, her like putting her hand in front of that zombie on the train right, track. Yeah. Good lord. She's just crazy. I wouldn't have shot her. No way in the world. Yeah. So what would you have done? Just walked around with her in a cage? Yeah. I would have tied her little hands up. She would have tied her little hands up. I would have. I would have tied her little 75 pound hands behind her back. <laughs> and me being a 200 pound man would have been totally okay. <laughs> You would have been able to sleep at night knowing that this girl was tied up. Yeah. I couldn't sleep at night. I would. That chick's crazy. She is crazy. But I would have tied her up. I would have, you know what I mean? I would have, I would essentially, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think Carol did the human thing. Yeah, I, um, <laughs> I don't it's, know. It's, it's, that's a hard one. The problem with it being humane is that it makes you consider the girl like a rabid animal. Like, she's just a dog who's turned rabid. Yeah. yeah that, and well, that's exactly how I looked at it. I know. Taking her out there. I'm like, this is like old yelling. I couldn't. I can't. Put, put down the dog. Yeah. I mean, well, what happens if we all have animals? If our animals bite our children, what do we do? Give them to someone else. Give it away or something. So, okay. Carol's cho- Carol and Tyrese's choices then. Not Meredith. Meredith's dog bit her in the face. <laughs> She had it coming. So, Carol and Tyrese's choices then were to leave Lizzie in that house, mm-hmm. and then they just go, mm-hmm. right? Do what they did and kill her. Yep. Or bring her with them. Yep. You say option three. Oh, T- yeah. Tie her little hands up. Tie her tiny, small child hands up. You sound like the guys from Talladega Nights, like, <laughs> sweet baby Jesus, sweet eight pounds, three ounces. Wrapped in your swaddling clothes. Tie her seventh grade hand. <laughs> All right, so Brian chooses option three, which is take her with her. I wouldn't have left her there because even though Carol, she murdered that kid. But even though she murdered that kid, I don't think I could have left her there just for zombies to come and get her. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And just to kind of like prove a point. Like, you want to be about this? All right, then we'll leave you about this. 
Like I, I couldn't leave. I couldn't leave a kid with that. Could I have put her down? I don't think I could have put her down either. So. So you're with Brian's entire little hands up and drag her around with you? As I started verbalizing, I think I, I probably would be. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's just one of those things. It's like when push comes to shove, if people I care about's in danger, I'll do what I have to do. Um. Living or dead, I think I could shoot somebody, you know, that's threatening my family. But mm-hmm. No problem. Um, I mean, I have a gun right now at my house. There are no zombies coming around. That gun is for living people who want to threaten my family. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm willing to do that. Um, but it's just one of those things of, you know, murdering someone in cold blood. That's a different thing. So I don't know. Here's my question. So, let's just say, remove the zombies from the equation. We're all hanging out. Uh, and there, Is there's, this a Joey? This Why a, didn't you name last week's episode, We're Gonna Eat Joey, by the way? <laughs> I thought that my title was funny for last week. Meredith, all right. Yo, you a tramp. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was, that was funny. I love that, by the way. That was funny. All right, Meredith, if, if we're on a prop plane, you're going to go back to what you're doing. Oh, no, 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 no. This is different. But I, I will say Joey. No, 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 no. But I, I like Joe. So here's a. So we're hanging out. There's there's four families hanging out. My family, Joel's family, your family, and Joey's family. And Joey's a seven year old or seventh grade girl. Her name just happens to be Joey. So Joey we Potter. all we all walk away and we come back and little Joey has slit the throat of her younger sister JoJo. Right. Uh, and if right then Joey's mom goes, oh no, and then walks Joey a hundred yards away from us and shoots her in the back of the head. How would you respond? <laughs> do you see what I'm saying? I would be like, oh, she did what she had to do. Put that poor girl down. She's crazy. I'd be like, oh, my God. <laughs> I'm bugging out. <laughs> These white people are crazy. <laughs> To me, this this is this is always gonna go back and forth between how this is how, this is the difference between the way Joe and I think. I don't think it is though. Last night showed that it wasn't really two different worlds. I think it was a matter of I'm winning you. Is what you're saying? You're coming over to my side. I'm, uh, this is this because, is not good. Because yeah, the whole point of the zombie genre is not to make us afraid of zombies. It's to make us afraid of what we're capable of. You and I very narrowly disagree on this. Yeah. Okay, so the point of the zombie genre. The zombies are always a constant denominator. Yeah. They're always a threat of being eaten and turned into a zombie. But you see it in that, you know, you have people that are actually good, i.e. Rick and his group. And then you have people that are bad, like these hunters that are going around, you know, whatever they're going to do. I can't wait to see next week's episode with Daryl. Yeah. And then, you know, the governor or something like that. You just the don't know. Who could have been? Who could have been? been? Yeah, I mean... I mean, you could look at it from somebody's point of view of the governor was doing things right. He was protecting his community, and those people were happy at Woodbury. They were none the wiser of how he was getting things done, but they were happy, you know? It wouldn't have lasted. No, it's crazy. It, it wouldn't have lasted. I mean, but it, it always did. Yeah. You know, Woodbury got attacked, and, you know, his new camp got decimated by the prison or whatever, but I don't know. I don't know. We're at 35 minutes of Walking Dead. That was a long talk about Walking Dead. That was a good episode, though. It was. That's the most exciting episode of this season, or this this new half season, wherever we are. Yeah, so, I don't know. 
Final thoughts, Meredith? Final thoughts? I can't hear you. Uh Uh-oh. No, you're not on mute. Uh You're not on mute. Brian was asking if you have any final thoughts. No, no final thoughts. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. No. 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 Nope. I I think we talked it to death. You think we talked it to death? Good. Yeah. So what do you think is going to happen next week? Daryl. On the Talking Dead, they showed a preview for Daryl. Like, this guy is giving him a hard time. Daryl's carrying the rabbit. He gets out a fist fight. Yeah, and the guy's trying to... I don't know if he's trying to get the rabbit from him. I thought... To me, it looked like there was, like, a circle around him. It was like, prove you could be part of us. I didn't see that trailer. Really? I only saw that one where um, it's him and one guy, and he's talking about... Oh, some girl got you all messed up or something like that, and he's talking... He doesn't. He's not talking directly to Beth, but he's like, "Oh, some girl, whatever. Oh, yeah. I bet she was young or something like that." And Daryl's like, pulling on his knife, like, "Oh, oh no, I'm take this guy." You didn't see that? Uh-uh. One? I saw one of them in a house, and there, there was like a circle around him, and they like he was in a fist fight with someone. Oh, I didn't see and that. It one. looked like people were watching. Wow. All right, I got to find that one later. All right. Yeah, I didn't see any. I don't think I saw any. No, I didn't watch any of Talking Dead. Oh, you're missing out. That show's so good. I don't know. I don't know. Do y'all realize that every time we make predictions of what's going to happen next, <laughs> it never happens? No. I think last week we did, a, we did a good job. We we both saw um, Micah. Is it Mika? Mika. Mika. We all yeah, saw Micah. Mika was going to die. Yeah. Yeah, we saw that because I think one of the trailers started, uh, showed her tripping or something like that on the fence. You just knew, yeah. And you're just like, yeah, she's she's just way too sweet and innocent or whatever. Um. Yeah, I have no idea what's going to happen this end of the season. Oh, I, I think I do now. I think they're all going to get the terminus, and they're just going to be just like the prison. The last minute of the last episode is them getting to terminus. Oh, what I was going to talk about, the fire. That's what I was going to oh, say. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, Meredith, um, I have this theory on the fire that um, they saw in uh, Sunday night's episode. Uh-huh. Tell me what you think about this. That that fire was started by Daryl and Beth when they burned down the, the house. Oh. Right. That's what I thought it was. I, I was even thinking about Because they yeah. saw that fire at night. Yeah. And then the next day, they're like, you know. Dang it. That's obviously what it was. I, I wasn't even thinking about it at all. And so then you have to think about what time frame everything is happening in. I don't think it's all linear that everybody's happening at the same time. Yeah. I think it's, you know. Going back in time, you know, not going back in time, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's not, they're not episodic. It's all yeah. at the same time. Episodic? No. It's episodic. It's definitely not episodic. It's not episodic. It is episodic. That sounds like something some really pretentious person would say. It's not episodic. Episodic is the correct it's episodic. Way. Nobody in the world is episodic. episodic. Oh my God. <laughs> this is what happens. I brought him a donut. I'm taking my donut back. We haven't even eaten it yet. Yeah, we need to eat these donuts. They're my feel-good donuts after talking about this sad topic for 38 minutes and 17 seconds. But anyway, so so yeah, that's my theory on the whole uh, fire thing. That's where the that's I mean that's the crispy uh, walkers came from. That's clearly so. what it is. So so but, they're yeah, close. That's what I think it was too. Yeah, they were pretty close then. So mm-hmm. I think they're all running circles around each other. You think so? And that was the third episode that we haven't seen Rick and Carl on the show. So. Good. Except for Rick and Carl on the show. I think 
they're further away from everyone. They can't be. They're right near the, the hunters that picked up their own bet. Right? Are those the same people that were in the house? Yeah, those are the same people, yeah. Because that one guy, they showed his face, I believe. Yeah. Um, when he was out on the porch and Rick was um, crouched down. Oh, you're right. That was that guy. So um, the head guy that Daryl, uh, you know, punched or whatever when he first met him. So, yeah, that's those. those. Yeah, so they do have to be close. Yeah, so craziness. Let me ask you this. Who do you most relate with? Which character do you relate with? Oh. What do you think, Brian? Uh, I would have said Herschel. I mean, I know he's an old dead man with one leg. Well, I think you can go back in time. I like pirates. He had one leg. <laughs> <laughs> wow. He fought for humanity. I would say, uh, I would say Glenn for myself. Yeah. Yeah. Because I can see myself like doing the whole. I don't care about anything else right now. If Rebecca's out there. I'm gonna go find Rebecca. Oh, that's gonna get me points, son. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I say my I say my Herschel. I mean, I know he's an old man, but like he was good. He had faith. He did what it had to be done. He fought when he had to fight. He knew when not to fight. You know what I mean? Herschel, I wish I was like Herschel. Herschel had a little bit of Lizzie in him. What did oh, Herschel wait, do? Did you just say you wish you were like Herschel? Yeah. No, no, I'm saying, like, I, I relate to him the most, but I'm saying he's a more perfect version of what I would... Did we forget that Herschel had a barn full of walkers? I, the whole people hoarding walkers thing doesn't bother me, and it doesn't bother you when it's anyone... When it's Michonne. Anyone else is freaky. Oh, Michonne does it. Here we go. No big deal. No big deal. <laughs> I'm bad Albert. <laughs> anyone else are trying to save their family because they believe there might be a cure to this thing. They're freaky weird folks. And he's talking about the governor all over again. I'm talking about Herschel now. That's penny, penny. <laughs> penny. Penny. <laughs> I don't know what that was. <laughs> no, Herschel had his whole family locked up in the barn. That's who all those people were. It was his wife and a, another child, some sons. Yeah, I thought that was totally understandable. Yeah. I saw where he was coming from, and I felt so bad for him when they slaughtered his barn full Yeah, they slaughtered But nobody him. felt bad for daggum governor when Michonne chopped his daughter's heads off right in front he of him. He had people's heads. I, I feel like I say this every episode. He had people's heads. We are just saying that it's not weird to keep... The uh, walkers. All right, whatever. All right, Meredith, who do you um, most um, relate to? Uh, probably Sasha. Yeah. Sasha. I'd say Sasha. She, um, she's loyal, but she, she stays back, and she watches everyone. Mm. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. That's a yeah, good one. I'd say Sasha. I'm still not sure on, on Sasha yet, so... I think she's just... Yeah, she's, she's, um, I don't know, she's different. Like, she, she doesn't get too close to, to people just yet. Yeah, I think she's just B-character enough that they can kill her off. Oh, you think? I think absolutely. Ooh, see, I don't. Absolutely. Huh. Like if... Oh, I think, I think so. I wouldn't be surprised if they kill her off. Yeah, I could see her going, because... Why would they make that love connection between her and Bob? Well, see, I thought it was to kill to Bob make us off. care more about him. But now I think Bob's immune. Uh-huh. I guess he could still die, but I don't think he'll zombify. So I think they'll keep him around. So I don't know. You might be right. 
It's right outside the door of my zombified. Oh, yeah, that was a total trap. Yeah. So who do you think grabbed Beth then? You think it was, um... Brian said he thought it was somebody like a... Did I dream this? Did you say it was somebody like the leader of Terminus? Was that last week? I, I don't know. I'll tell you, I thought about it more. And we talked about the bodies that were in that morgue. Yeah. So whoever this person is, I think trapping people, taking them off, killing them in a way that doesn't disfigure their head, and then embalming them. Like that's that's the whole that's, that's all part of the process because those bodies weren't fresh. I mean, they were fresh. They weren't zombies. Yeah. And they hadn't turned. So whoever killed them killed them in such a way he didn't mess up their face or anything or their head, but killed the brain, and then he preserved them. So I, I have no but what idea. Those, but what if those was a zombie? Like, they could, half of it looked perfect, and the other half was Yeah, he wiped away, like, the face, oh. like, the cheek or whatever, and it was all, like, indentured or whatever and everything. Well, so. it was rotting. It yeah. Was rotted. I mean, good lord, uh, I, I don't know, like, what to really make of that. Sending that dog up there was a total trap. Um, I mean, it's just yeah. I don't know who I don't know who that person is because there was. I think it has to do with terminus. Yeah, I I thought so too, but now I don't know. It yeah, it doesn't seem like the hunters guys or whatever would be that bright to set up shop and and the reason the, the reason I thought it was in. terminus is because they restocked it. So like whoever got Beth came back later and restock, like reset the trap. So he restocked all the drinks, restocked all the stuff, cleaned it all up, made it look nice. So they've got supplies someplace else. Yeah. Um, but I don't, I don't, I don't have a clue. Yeah. I hope, I mean, I hope you find out next week. Yeah. That's, yeah. I, got, <laughs> I said, yeah, four times. Like, I got nothing. Yeah. I don't know what to say on that one. That one's, that was really messed up. I didn't see that happening either when they took Beth. So, um, I think I'm Beth's a goner there. too. So, oh yeah. Well, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. All right. Well, it's past my bedtime. All right, Meredith. Well, thanks for uh, talking dead with us and everything, and we will talk to you soon. Did you enjoy last week's episode? Yeah, it was good. Did yeah. you listen to the whole thing? I did. Did you agree that trampoline is not a toy? Oh, Lord. She's going to stop with Brian. Zachary. We are getting Zachary a trampoline yeah. for his birthday. <laughs> and I was online today looking for them, and it falls under the outdoor toy. Um. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. Outdoor, All right. It's an outdoor toy. Yep. Well, when's Zachary's uh, birthday? Uh-oh. Whoa, super close. Happy B-Day, Zach. Yeah. Hi. Have to Aww. give that big guy a high five. Make sure we're invited to the birthday party, please. You know, actually, this is funny. He keeps saying, I want that tall guy in stage 12 to come to my birthday party. <laughs> He's not talking about me, I know. He's talking about Jason, isn't he? He's totally talking about Jason. I said, what tall guy? Mr. Brian. Oh, yes. Oh, come on. Yes. It's the last time I have that little kid at my house. <laughs> Doesn't even invite me to his birthday party. He could have said the little brown one. He's fun. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, have a good night. Right. Tell Zachary. Tell Zachary that Brian said happy birthday. I, <laughs> I could care less. <laughs> All right. We'll talk bye. to you soon. All right. Bye. All right.
Uh, we have been. We're already at forty six minutes, but I think this is something that must be played. We got to do our um, our strong bad episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm just, gonna call Rebecca. She's gonna give us one. An episode of the play? Yeah. Okay. The, I just want you to know that what I'm about to play, I have not listened to. But according to YouTube, this is the correct pronunciation. Oh, come on. Episodic. It's episodic. Ready? Well, we'll see what YouTube says. All right. When I hit the play button. Go for it. Okay. It's loading. Everybody what? <laughs> episodic. Episodic. She said it. Hold on. She was British. Wait, wait, wait. We talked to her and saying it the second time. All right. Okay, well, it takes forever to get to where she actually says something. <laughs> so we just gotta. Okay, shh, here we go. Episodic. Alright, I admit failure. Episodic. Blah, blah, blah. Boom! Blah, blah, blah. Whatever. She was British. That doesn't count. We won that war. <laughs> I don't have to agree with what you say. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. Not. Did you, did you call her or did you text her? I sent her a text message. Let's see if this works here. Call him like, hey, hey, girl, what up? I haven't put it on speaker yet. What strong bad master would be playing? I think a uh, grape grape nuts robot would be a funny one. Grape nuts robot? Yeah. Honestly, I bet you just pick one and hit random. I like dangerous. You remember that one? Yeah. Or Fahugadigwa. Oh what? Fahugadigwa. I don't know that one. Are you kidding me? Come on, Fahugadigwa. Come on, Fahugadigwa. Everybody to the limit. Everybody to the limit. Everybody come for who gonna walk. High school was fine. Techno was good. So was video games. <laughs> Any of them are good. Any of them are good. There's not one that you could do that I wouldn't be... There's never oh, one. Japanese cartoon. I'm picking it. All right. I'm doing it. Do it. Japanese cartoon it is. I think that's what I was talking about. Who gonna walk? See? That's how you spell Everybody to the limit. All right. Japanese cartoon. Come on, YouTube. I'm totally going to go check my bread out why this is playing. All right, so. It's been in there for a while. Did we talk about that? Yeah, we talked about it at the beginning. Brian made bread tonight. I'm working on it. And he measured the bread using. What did you use to measure your bread, Brian? I didn't use anything. He used his bathroom scale to measure the weight of his bread. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to stand for this. <laughs> Your internet's not working. Of course it's not. I don't have that. So Brian made, uh, I came in to Brian's lovely home to not the smell of fresh made bread, but instead <laughs> Brian walking around like he works at a Papa John's flipping bread around. I agree that I look ridiculous too. I have like slippers on. I got a stupid shirt that says I make adorable babies on. I look just redneck. That is a pretty, pretty awesome shirt though. I'm glad you think it's awesome because I feel like I'm at my trash. I feel like peak. you should give me that shirt, Santa. That I have multiple yeah, kids. That's true. I can only claim one. You like I? I made an adorable <laughs> baby, singular one. Uh, all right. Um, do Japanese it. cartoon. Yeah, look it up. Strong bad Japanese cartoon. All right. So we were supposed to talk this week about. Um, Graphic novels, too. Yeah. So give me, like, your top two graphic novels. If you can tell anybody to go read this week, and we'll talk about it next week. It's visually appealing. It's, it's visually appealing. And what it is, it's like, um, if you know the story of Arkham, this guy, um, gosh, what's his first name? I just reread it last weekend. His last name is Arkham. His last name is Arkham. He starts in insane asylum, and he grabs all these psychotic people, like Lizzie, to come be a part <laughs> of this asylum. And um, when Batman arrest joker and all these guys different guys they always go to this running going to 
a normal maximum security prison like they should, and logically, <laughs> but um, or the gas chamber, gas really. chamber that would make sense too. These people kill hundreds of people, but anyway, um, Arkham Asylum, really, really good. So you guys check those four out again. They are Batman Hush, Batman Arkham Asylum, Batman. <laughs> The Killing Joke, and we like Batman a lot. His are the best. I mean, they all Batman are. is solid, and um, also Green Lantern's Blackest Night, Brightest Day. Yeah. So check out your local library and read those. Or I shouldn't have said I take Black. I mean, it's a good. It's just there's so much crap that goes on. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it's pretty good. All, all right, right, folks, we're gonna leave you with a strong bad speed mail. Here we go. Well, it's low. Have you seen this? No. Japanese cartoon, eh, James? I saw one of them once. Let's see what I can remember. Okay, so first of all, my head would have to be a little big with real, real big eyes. Get rid of my dogs, make me all shiny. My boots would be a whole lot cooler. So Strongbad looks like he's an anime character now. They don't even know what Strongbad looks like in a regular time. <laughs> oh, this is an amazing. They probably have somebody else do their voices. Stinko <laughs> man. Everybody says you're the guy. I want to be the guy too. No way. <laughs> Maybe when you're older. <laughs> I was thinking that uh, it would be. Do you think there's enough vintage internet com like comedy stuff that it would be worth it to bring those things back to the surface? Like now, we've talked about. We, this is. I won't keep talking. Doesn't matter how long ago. This is the end. Of, but I was thinking about this because uh, we 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 want to do a channel, like a YouTube channel. Yes. I think it'd be fun to do at some point. Yes. And I think the problem is it's harder than we thought it was going to be. You can't just ramble <laughs> like we do now. No. Uh, it needs a structure. So here's what I was thinking. What if the show was we went and found old awesome stuff from the internet and brought it to the new generation? So like the Strong Bad emails people don't know about. People totally don't know about Strong Bad and they so should. There was stuff like I remember. Do you, you ever watch Crooks on Film? No. It was like a mini clip, Shockwave, like way back in the day when Shockwave was like a cartoon website. Okay. And it was hilarious. But there was there were like internet, there was viral internet gold. Okay. From you know years and years and years ago, 
And maybe it would just be a thing where you highlight old. So you're saying we need to go for something like that? But I'm just saying, like I thought, I was just wondering. Like there's, so there's strong bad. There's hundreds of other those kind of things that most high school kids now will have never seen or heard of in their life. Let's do it. Right? Let's find some high schoolers and we can show them. We know a bunch of them. And we like introduce them to things like that or whatever. Yeah. But you want to actually have high schoolers? Yeah, <laughs> I mean. The process? I was thinking we would just film it. We could interview interview people and like show them like, hey, you should check out this. Did you see thing. how hard it was to try to film that five minutes of just us? You know, bring on man on the street interview? That's two grown-ups not being prepared <laughs> for what they're doing. So I know you guys are enjoying this. We'll, we'll talk about this offline. All right, adios.